creating your own sense of truth in life, you know, creating your own way and your own rules in life and following them. And when you stop being afraid, that is the biggest freedom you'll ever have in life because you're almost invincible at that point. I don't know if you're going to see this voice memo, but I thought I was happy. Are, are you happy? I'm not happy at all. The question is, are you happy? I'm the happiest I've ever are been right now. P.S. Be the person who you'd want to meet because somebody needs you. Somebody needs you. Welcome to Are You Happy? The Happy Hour. So welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for the Are You Happy Hour. We have with us today, Mr. Christian Ree. Welcome, Christian. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. And can you tell our audience where you hail from? So I am from the UK. I grew up in London and I now reside in Manchester in the middle of England. And are you a fan of the sports teams there? Uh, no, I, so I, grew, I grew up in London, so I will always be a fan of shout out to Queen's Park Rangers. Uh, <laughs> Oh, many people support them. I do. I've supported them since the 90s. So <laughs> there you go. How old are you and what was your childhood like there in the UK? Oh, um, well, I just turned 29. So I'm I'm getting older. It's it's the years keep coming and they don't stop coming. Uh, but no, as far as growing up, I mean, I grew up in the um, the suburbs of London but you know I mean my upbringing was pretty straightforward um I was I was pretty poor um I went to a decent state school you know it was just me and my mom we always had like food on the table and clothes on my back so no complaints here I was always very grateful for what I had I would say a great a a really good upbringing strict upbringing um but my mom taught me I think a lot of good values and Think things that I still hold dear to me to this day, uh, as far as like how I live my life, how I communicate with people and such. Most would say that having an upbringing that is not, you know, uh, of higher class actually gives you a lot more character and it gives you a lot of resourcefulness and a lot of life skills that you wouldn't normally have had. Would you say that's the case for you? And how did that affect your your career and, and how you got to where you are? Okay. So there's a multi-leveled answer. I'll, I'll try not to go. I have this tendency to to waffle on for quite a long time and go into okay. stories. I like to tell stories, but I'll try and give like a Cliff Notes version to answer that question. I think that what one thing I have learned, it doesn't matter if you come from money or if you come from nothing. What matters is how your parents raise you and the values they raise you with. Because I've had friends that are super rich and I've had friends who are super poor. Mm-hmm. and both sides were very respectful and then I've met people that are not respectful um and you know it always goes comes to parents and how they raise you and uh, okay like my parents were very young okay they were like 17 18 when they had me right very young teenage uh, parents and naturally as I pass the years as they go on I'm like oh wow they would have been this age when I was this age oh that's crazy to think about and then I think about how mature and immature they were but mostly mature because it's amazing to me like I only really feel that I matured in the last probably couple of years two to three years maybe um because you know maturity is dependent isn't it you know it's 
there's emotional maturity and then there's life maturity and, and those are two very different things you know like for instance you can you can be on top of all your responsibilities but be really immature for example like that's a plausible thing um so that's one belief i have with regards to the rest of your question uh do i agree that it gives you character yes i think and you touched on it a little bit i think that um there's a certain degree of creativity, I think, when when maybe you haven't got so much money. Uh, so you make things work. Sure. Yeah. And you um, talk about respecting your parents for being so young and, and raising yeah. at such a young age. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's a big responsibility, isn't it? Taking on children, especially at such a young age. I think that when I was a lot younger, I used to be quite hard on them. I used to criticize them quite a lot. Uh, I'm not proud of that, but you know, I think it's normal to to find yourself criticizing other people and and sometimes, especially if you don't take accountability for certain things in life, I find that you tend to criticize people more. But when you start to take accountability for things in your life and realize that you are in charge of your life and and everything in between, mm -hmm. um, you stop doing the whole blame game thing and you start just kind of focusing on you and and yours. And I guess my point is that, you know, as I've gotten older, I've just gained so much more respect for them over the years. And you know, every once in a while, I'll just like bring up my mum and just be like, hey, listen, thank you just for everything, you know, for doing this and this and this. And she's always just like, well, of course, like, you know, <laughs> but I don't know, like, I really try and make a point of saying thank you. Thank you. And to my dad, too. And, you know, it's like. I, th I think that as you start to see people pass away over the years and you realize how fragile life is and and that you know not everyone gets to live as long as you know we assume in our minds oh well we're born we live and we die at the grand age of 80 and blah blah blah, blah. but that's just a fairy tale that's not you know th that's great if you get that like props to you but that's not the reality for everyone mm -hmm. and i think when i started seeing that from a young age and especially more in my 20s i started to kind of be a lot more grateful for the for the people that are here and I try to always tell them how much I love them uh, you know I always like end a phone call by just saying I love you or something um just in case you know um I, I just for, for instance like I, I saw my family recently um because I don't see them often I live far away from them um I was just enjoying like sitting there with my brothers or sitting there with my mom or my dad and just watching rubbish tv like my dad likes to watch like these terrible American uh series like NCIS and stuff like that it's so cringe um I mean no, no offense like anyone that likes NCIS I liked it back in the day but it like we just we just like sit there and just mock the whole thing and just and, and it's fun I don't know it's like a we're just enjoying being around each other, you know, and, and I think that in, in line with the whole idea for the fragility of life, you've got to appreciate everyone you have and just make the most of every moment, make every moment count. You've mentioned some pretty profound thoughts that you had throughout your upbringing. I'm just very curious to find out what what ages you were when those key moments happened for you. There's been a lot of life lessons in the last couple of years, significantly. I would say things like respect and manners and politeness i learned all of that from my mom um she you know she was strict but she was fair uh and she would always 
make sure that I understood why she was telling me things. Like I remember, for instance, she would be criticized when she was younger um, for talking to me as an adult. People used to say, oh, you can't talk to him as an adult. He's a kid. And she would always say, well, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to explain things to him and treat him with respect. And I don't know if it's the age gap, like we're so close, because we were friends as well as mother and son. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I th- we, and we we went through a lot together. And I, I think that I learned a lot about respect and being considerate to other people and all of that from her, I would say. But with regards to lessons such as um taking accountability and responsibility that's more of a recent one uh because I used to be in my early late teens early 20s I was that negative blame everyone else you know oh life is terrible it's everyone like why why what you know all that <laughs> um and you know I just I hated the world I was miserable and there was various reasons why but I wasn't taking accountability and it wasn't until I really started making moves to change my life and be in the driver's seat that things actually started to get better. And that's been a process. It doesn't change overnight, but I think what I've realized, especially in more recent years, even in the last six months is that that journey never ends. It's constant. You're constantly reviewing you know, so it's a bit like writing an essay and you're writing 15,000 drafts, you know, <laughs> you're never going to finish it, mm-hmm. but you can still make the effort to make the best version of the draft that you can make in that moment, you know? So yeah, I'd, I'd say a lot more of the, the bigger life lessons have been learned in more recent years. Um, Are there any particular instances or any particular events that help kind of jumpstart? Uh difficult relationships that I went through um trying times you know falling out with people struggling with things like finances jobs you know every life stuff I suppose you know it's kind of the amalgamation of everything and I think the thing that you know what I'll tell you what changed I came back to from abroad I was living abroad for a few years and I came back just before the pandemic hit it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. um and I decided to move up to here to Manchester where I live now and we went straight into lockdown straight away at the time I was unemployed like I naively thought like oh no worries I finished up this old job like I'll find a new job easy right and then a year and a half later I'm still looking for work <laughs> at the time and so I was applying for jobs every day and I was on I mean we, we call it benefits here but uh, I suppose welfare in the states um, and I'd never done that before. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know, like, I'd never not had a job, never not had work. So it was new to me. But obviously, you don't spend all day applying for jobs. So you have all this time. And we couldn't go anywhere because of the pandemic. So I was like, well, what do I do? And aside from pursuing my own goals and dreams and everything that I'm pursuing in my life, I also did a lot, I suppose, of soul searching, thinking. You know, I, I find that, and it's not, it's not a conscious thing either. I find that when you're just alone by yourself and you have time to just be, things start coming to you. Things start, you start figuring things out. 
you know, that's why like for instance that advice i used to get years ago that we've all had but we maybe didn't listen the first time when people say go out there get some space be in nature that's a real thing what they mean is try and disconnect from all your worries and just be and the answers will come to you um so i had to kind of get into that headspace but i didn't know that i was doing that and then through the course of that that's when i think those lessons and started to be learned and i started to decompress the last five or six years of my life because <laughs> there was everything there was living abroad tough relationships right. fallouts with people university god knows how many other just things it was like six years seven years of just stuff that I had to just decompress and think about and learn and and um and get something from I suppose so that's a lot of life in a series of a few years <laughs> <laughs> I've lived a lifetime in a very short space of time no um well i mean look we 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 all live uh varied lives don't we and i think that a lot of it comes down to choice doesn't it um i don't think such a thing as an easy life exists but i do think that it's worth taking risks in life taking as many as you can especially when you start thinking about the fragility of life and and because uh, I, I, for instance, I don't believe in the context, uh, context, the concept of regrets, except if we're talking about missed opportunities. Because you make mistakes in life, that happens. Bad things happen. A lot of the time, most of the bad things that happen in life are completely out of your control. Like you just have no control over that, and there's no point worrying about that because the you couldn't control it anyway so why bother worrying about it but obviously you've got to worry about the things you can control you know we've all heard this a million times but i always just kind of look at what i can control and what i can do and how i can best make the most out of every single moment and i try to take every opportunity as it comes i try i try to i try to have a positive outlook on things which is easier said than done. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm equipped to be able to, like when I give advice to people now, if people ask me for advice, I try to frame it in a way that's not annoying or condescending. Cause I know how annoying it is or frustrating it is when you're going for a hard time and you hear someone say, just be positive, man. It's just be, be happy. Like be positive. That's like the most frustrating thing ever. You want to throttle that person, but it, it is true. You have to change your mindset and you have to start looking at life differently. But in order to do that, you've got to take control and, and start doing things. And I think that one big thing is, is that you have to have patience. We're very impatient. Like, for instance, I just started doing gym mm -hmm. and I complained to my housemates, oh, you know, not, not seeing results. And they keep reminding me, like, it takes time it takes time and I know this because I've been to gym before but I just want it now I want it now and that's what us humans are like you know we want everything now 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 but if we got everything now we wouldn't learn anything we wouldn't gain anything we wouldn't appreciate it either we only appreciate things when it takes time to get them you know, that's why like when you see like a sporting event and someone wins the, the cup of the season or whatever and they, they're like breaking down crying and celebrating it's not just 
that they're happy they won it's like everything that went into that all the tireless training sessions all the hard diets all the the tears and the joys and everything in between it's like all that and you're seeing just a little bit you're not seeing everything that goes on behind closed doors Mm -hmm. the journey but that's what life is life isn't about the destination or or the high points or the low points it's about the journey and everything that you learn in between and and I think I, I think of sharing as well like what you learn share that with others so one of our previous guests had said that it wouldn't be life if you didn't have all of those upsets and troubles and hardships that you know without those hard moments it wouldn't be as precious and as beautiful as it is would you agree with that yeah when I think about some of the hardest moments in my life in the last three or four years um and and before that I weirdly feel like it had to happen and it had to happen that way in order for me to be the person I am now that's a difficult thing to say as well because you think about like a lot of situations you find yourself in often it's because of choices you've made before so it's difficult to say like oh no but this was supposed to happen and I wouldn't change a thing right right but the thing is I believe that even if you could go back and change things like you you can't you can't live an easy life you can't run away from problems or skip them or escape bad things like bad things are going to happen either way you know you have good days you have bad days I think the key is to try to be consistent at all times you know like when something goes wrong try to be calm try and think about the fact that you know it's always worked out before why wouldn't it work out now you know a solution will come it might not come right this second but it will come something will click and also you've got to do as well. It's very easy to sit there and be like, ah, oh, what am I going to do? And then you don't do anything. And then of course, that is a problem, not doing anything. You've got to just try. That's that's what you've got to do. You know, it's like, it's like fishing. You just keep casting your net out and hoping for the best. If our values and parents help shape the first half of our life, what is it that carries us through into our second act? In the second half of this podcast episode, Christian shares his current life experience and hopes for the future. Can you tell our audience what it is that you do now for work? I'm self-employed, so I do a mixture of like sales stuff, marketing stuff, recruitment. I'm going to be honest, it's not really what drives me. It's not really what I want to do in life. It just pays the bills and I'm grateful to have that work, especially after a period of not having work. But what I'm actively pursuing outside of that, which I want to be my life, is acting, voice acting, podcasting, music, anything creative. Um, but yeah, mostly acting and, and podcasting. I, I feel like I have a lot more to give in those areas. I feel like performing and talking are more my strengths and yeah I'm ready for that you know I've spent a lot of years doing things like customer service and corporate and you know business stuff and and that's interesting but I don't wake up in the morning and and feel like yeah you know like I love acting it's always amazing it's always different but it doesn't feel like work Mm -hmm. but when I do my day jobs and stuff like that it's like it's interesting and it pays the bills but it's it's not what drives me and I try to always be grateful for everything that I have and I try to to be thankful for it but I do want more I do want 
this badly. I want to be a successful actor. And, you know, it's not about money. It's not about fame. I just want to be able to do that stuff for a living and, you know, wake up every day and, and love what I do. And, you know, I, I love to entertain people. I like to make people happy. I like to inspire people. Yeah, I, I just like that, you know, because I know how difficult life can get and how much it can suck. And, you know, sometimes like even when you're just talking to someone and you can tell that they're really down and you just make them laugh, stuff like that is magical. That's that's a real power. If you can if you can do that, like props to you, because yeah. it's a real superpower, I think. And it's powerful and you need laughter in life. You need happiness. You need people that radiate that and, and try and bring others up, you know, because the reality is not everyone can keep themselves up all the time. You know, um, even, you know, I'm, and I'm not perfect by any means. I'm not Mr. Happy-go-lucky 24-7. I have my dark moments. Um, but what happens? Other people help me and prop me up. So it's we're all here trying to help each other, you know. And so I've seen on some of your TikTok videos that some of them have content that is definitely very real and goes over struggles that you have and you display that publicly. I think that that's really helpful for people to see not just the happy moments and the entertaining moments, but also that you share with them when you're feeling down. Do you do that because you want to connect with them on a deeper level and let them know that it's okay? Or what is it that you're trying to convey with those videos that are more real? Well, I should explain that. I have like the three accounts. One is, I suppose, my main account that I'm trying to promote my acting and music and everything on. And this is a recent change I made, by the way. And while I'm explaining this, you'll see where I'm going with this. Uh, I've got podcast one, which is just podcast clips. And then I've got this second account, which it was just a backup that I created. And I didn't really have any direction or rhyme or reason when I did it. I just thought, oh, I should make a backup. And lo and behold, I think I got I got banned from live streaming on my main account. So now I can live stream. Yeah, it's a funny story. But on my second account, um, I was able to start live streaming again recently and connecting with people again. And uh, something clicked where I realized like, oh, I should just goof around on, on this one, you know, uh, jump on the trends. You know, it's a good way of reaching people Like from, from a business perspective. It's a good move. But also it's fun. You can, you can make the most out of the app and just have a laugh. And I'll be honest, like a lot of the ideas that I have, it's not so much about communicating um, my feelings towards things or even trying to connect with people. It's more just kind of, I see the trends as they come and I think like, what would work best with this? Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's a happy thing. Sometimes it's a sad thing. I suppose that there is an effort there to try and make it relatable, uh, but I wouldn't say it's the main goal. I think it's more just to kind of entertain people or, yeah, maybe actually I'll take it back. Maybe it is an attempt to connect with people, but it's not, I just want to make it clear. Like, it's not like me trying to get like sympathy or be like, oh, this sucks. You know, um, if anything, uh, it's more to say if, if, if it's a sad one or something, then it's more to say like, oh, doesn't it suck when this thing happens? You know, mm -hmm. it's more like that. It's not supposed to be like, oh, please feel sorry for me. It's, um, well, how long finish. have you been pursuing acting and podcast and, and voice acting? How, how long have you been doing this? It's all very new. Um, I've been a musician all my life. Me too. So that's always, <laughs> hey, whoop. What oh, do you yeah. play? Uh, well, um, singing, guitar, bass, drums, bit of everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, that was always in my life. That was what I thought I was going to do. And then I gave up on my dreams with regards to that. And then I kind of returned to that, um, that creative sphere in 2019. Um, basically what happened was someone approached me and I was living abroad and they were just like, oh, hey, so um, this acting thing. Um, oh, my God. Sorry. I do apologize. Oh, that's OK. I didn't hear it. Getting close. Ah, that's uh, embarrassing. Um, right. That's thrown me now. I really I do apologize. No, no, no. Um, I'm super interested to hear about this gap because I have a similar gap <laughs> where I was uh, working on film and then I took like a 15 year gap. So uh, how oh, long is this gap that you took? Well, what happened was I, I gave up on music because it wasn't working. I was quite young at the time. I was doing it for about three years. So it was between like 17, 18 to about 20. Mm-hmm. Um, the band ended and I was really gutted about it and everything kind of happened at the same time like the um the band ended a relationship that I was in ended uh everything was changing and I didn't realize back then that it was changing for the better but um it just I remember there was a conversation I had with someone who was older than me was a retired teacher and he he just he turned around to me and when I said that I was pursuing music he kind of looked at me with that look like you're an idiot yeah, he didn't say it, but, you know, it was written all over his face. And normally I would have been very rebellious and like, oh, no, like, screw what you think. Like, you know, I'll do what I want. But in this particular moment, I was like, do you know what? This music thing hasn't worked. It's still not working. I was trying so many things and it just wasn't working. And I felt like maybe it's time I just listened to someone who is older than me and has more knowledge than me for a change. Hmm. So I did. And he was like, oh, you need to go to university to get a degree, get specialism. And you know what? He was right. It is useful. I will say anyone listening, always get a backup, always always um, make the most of opportunities and get as much work experience in as many different fields as you can, because you never know what's going to happen. And it's always useful to just be able to do a lot of different things, you know, maximize your revenue opportunities. <laughs> business thing. Um but as far as the dreams thing, I, I guess I just thought, well, that's it. Time to grow up and get a real job. And, you know, it's just a pipe dream kid. So I did it. I went to university. You know, I dabbled a bit in music and YouTube in that time, but I wasn't taking it seriously. And then fast forward to 2019, um, I was abroad. I I was in this new career that I'd studied to do, which was uh, marketing. And I was I was becoming a little bit disillusioned by this point, you know, like it was great in the sense that, oh, wow, they pay me to do this kind of thing. But at the same time, I wasn't I was less enthused about it after, say, six to eight months than I was when I first started. You know, suddenly I wasn't uh, excited about the, you know, the corporate lifestyle, or, you know, the the fact that the job was easy. Now I was like, no, this is too easy. This isn't challenging. This isn't fun. I'm not passionate. And I felt bad about feeling that way, to be honest. I felt like there was, maybe I wasn't grateful. or Maybe I was just complaining over nothing because I'd spent so many years in customer service and that truly did suck. Um, So I felt like, how dare I complain kind of thing to myself. I'm I'm very hard on myself. No no one could ever be as hard as I am on myself. (laughs) 
um, as I'm sure many of us feel the same way. But um, yeah, no, someone came up to me and was just like, oh, hey, there's I know some people that are doing a short film and uh, they're looking for an English guy from uh, from London. And I just thought that was hilarious. So I just <laughs> just did it. I applied for it, uh, got the role and then. I thought it was going to be a bit role, but it turned out to be the lead role. And suddenly I'm the main part in this thing and I'm having to learn all this whole script and film for like three to four weeks. But I loved it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. I fell in love with it. And it it felt like music to me, like performing on stage, but it felt like so much more. And I think that's why I've had the switch from, okay, Music, I'm passionate, I'll always love it, but acting is what I want to do because I feel like it incorporates everything that I like. You know, it's it's like using all of myself rather than just using one part of myself, mm-hmm. you know. But I do kind of see the whole creative thing as like a, a tree. You know, when someone says like, oh, they're a musician, like chances are they're probably a good artist, a good writer, a good this, good that. Like it just happens. Like you, you it's and it's not even about um being good at these things really it's more about just having an interest in creative things Mm -hmm. because this goes back to when I was a kid and my mum would drag me around art galleries and I loved it I just absolutely she loved art and history and so do I and so did I and that's kind of come into fruition in later life and I suppose has never really I've never really stopped being inspired by all those things basically it kind of all started from that 2019 point after that you know one it's like the whole typical one thing led to another thing you know right, started right. doing the acting started doing short films and commercials uh and then I was like well why don't I get this YouTube thing going since I always said I would do it and I never did you know I can upload some of these acting videos and then I got a guitar and I was like let's start writing music again and you know it, it just kind of escalated from there um and I just never stopped doing all those things. And uh, the podcast was more of a thing that I'd always wanted to do. And originally I was going to do like a wrestling podcast because I'm a professional wrestling fan. But then I just thought, oh, I don't want to do that because I know it's a big commitment to have to keep up with all the regular television and then have a show on it. And plus there's like a billion different wrestling podcasts. So I didn't know that I could really do anything different and that was actually the same thing with the youtube channel as well as i'd had the channel since 2013 but i just never had any good ideas aside from music um but now i had some stuff like i was trying some comedy things trying some acting things and then the podcast you know i i met some people online and we had a good rapport and we had a very short-lived podcast and this was during 2020 and uh the podcast ended and i was gutted and i was like i want to keep doing this Mm-hmm. um but I don't have the equipment uh but screw it I'll just do it anyway and here we are nearly two years later and I'm still doing it <laughs> um same with the acting you know I just kept doing these things and I suppose in that time I sort of figured out this is what I want to do with my life right and it kind of seems like it, it finds its way back to you one way or another so, you know, you take, you take a gap and you're off doing other things. You're in the business world and the corporate world, but that 
that energy and that will to do it, it's still there. So anytime opportunities come up or, or, you know, you see a show or you see a musical act that's coming up that you like that, that, that familiar energy comes back. And then when you find that there are opportunities for you to jump back in, it's just, you know, you just run with it. And if, as long as you keep on doing what it is that you love, making your podcast shows and recording your music and, you know, just doing anything creative, you're going to continue to feed that energy and get yourself to that place where you are doing it full time. So that's, that's awesome uh, that you are doing it again. I mean, I hope so. Um, I'll be honest with you, like the way I feel right now, it changes every single day. Mm. One day I'll wake up and I'll feel amazing and I'll get to do like a show like this and I'll feel like, wow, this could be the beginning of something. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then the next day I am really down because, you know, nothing feels like it's working out or right. here's what, here's one that, that's been quite recent. Um, I, I remember making a video about this as a kind of like a, a, a thing that I found funny, but also tragic, bittersweet. And it turns out a lot of people felt the same way. So it's like, you know, like when everyone else around you is doing really well and in the spheres that you want to do well in, yeah. and you're you're sort of like when I was younger I would have been like a bit of begrudging well done you you know but now I'm I don't I'm never bitter never but you know you're happy for them genuinely happy for them but now it's like sadness it's like really happy for them but sad for me because it's just not happening right and it's and and, and it's funny as well like sometimes uh people will ask me like how is it going so like, how's the podcast going? How's acting going? Hmm. And I'm like, you know, sometimes it feels like it's going somewhere, sometimes not. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like you said, I, I just keep doing it. You know, I, I try to just keep going. Um, and I try not to dwell on things as much as I can. But, you know, I'm human, just like we all are listening. You know, uh, you have your ups and downs. And I think yeah, that, I uh, maybe a driving force is um, just just the thought that something that you do, it's going to reach someone and it's going to touch someone. So, you know, whatever it is that you put out into the universe, someone's going to receive it. And I think that will continue to drive myself and probably others as well, because, you know, you, you never know who it is that's going to see your your material. Yeah, that that would definitely drive, I think. To keep it's funny you say that, actually, because that's exactly one of probably the biggest reasons why I do keep on going for example the podcast mm. um been doing it nearly two years there's like over 157 episodes or something um and there's been times when I thought like maybe I should just pack this in you know I'm not getting any views or you know they're very little or like you know recently I was whining about the fact that it was decreasing um like it decreased but okay I, I should explain. So I look at everything from a business perspective as well as a creative perspective. Because, you know, I studied business for years. I love business. I love trends and all that stuff, right? And I can't help but look at things like the podcast and be like, oh, okay, so the, the views are dropping. The listens are dropping. Okay, it used to be this, now it's this, on average, right? And naturally, when that happens, um, you fall into that trap of like, oh, maybe there's something I'm doing wrong, or maybe I'm annoying, or maybe there's something wrong with me, or maybe I'm boring, and you know, all these thoughts go through your head, right? And then just bringing it back to the point, you get someone reach out to you, and I've had people reach out to me, and they know who they are, 
Um, I won't, I won't name them, but thank sure. you um, to those to those people that do uh, support me. I really appreciate you. Um, there have been people that have reached out to me and, and have told me, "Hey, this inspired me to do this. Hey, I was going through a hard time, and this got me through." And that was crazy to hear because yeah you know, i'm just a nobody like i'm not successful in the, like in there's another thing as well there's been people recently they've been saying well you are successful and i'm like okay but not successful in the way i want to be but i get what they're <laughs> saying like you have to you have to, no you have to kind of celebrate the small successes and, yeah. and and that comes i think as part of um recognizing what you have and being grateful for what you have you know like I'm not a religious person but I totally believe in that idea of of being like um having a sense of of um being grateful for what you have feeling blessed so to speak I think there is something to that and I try, I try to do that especially when I feel low I tr really force myself to try and think about the good things and um yeah I think back to those people that, that reach out and that drives me that keeps me going and and it blows my mind because you know if I was a guy that you know was like super super famous and successful and all that like I, I would understand the reach but when it's like a few people that have been following me for some time and they keep checking out my stuff and they keep supporting me and they keep posting nice comments and I see all that stuff and it and it inspires me and I'm amazed by them and they're such awesome friendly warm people um and they amaze me and i try to keep doing it for them yeah well if it feels like you have something to say then you know you definitely do and it's meant for someone so keep on speaking and keep on doing as you're doing so uh one of our favorite questions to ask here is are you happy yes yeah i am the happiest I've ever been. And why would you say that? Well, I think because I have my priorities straight now. You know, like I'm not I'm not thinking anymore about like, oh, I need I need to get like a really super successful. And I know I've spent the last, I don't know how long talking about wanting to be successful. But the thing is, if I wouldn't, if I died tomorrow, right? God forbid, let's say just for argument's sake. I would feel like it was too early and I had a, a lot more to give, but I would look back and be like, do you know what? I made the most of what I could make the most of. And I, I think I, I, you know, ended it with my head in the right space. Cause I think that's key. You can change your life at any time that you want. It's never too late to change. It's never too late to, to transform your life and transform you. Don't ever believe anyone that says you can't transform your life and change things. You can, you can always do that. I'm living proof of that. You know, I, I, as I said before, years ago, I used to be that scared, fearful, angry at the world person. And then, you know, people started entering my life who would introduce new ideas and eventually you listen, you know, and that's such an important thing in life is listening, listening to other people, listening to what they have to say, creating your own sense of truth in life, you know, creating your own way and your own rules in life and following them. And when you stop being afraid, that is the biggest freedom you'll ever have in life, because 
you're almost invincible at that point when you don't care what people think and you you don't care about the fact that there might be risks yeah of course there's going to be risks because life is like one big uh, you know casino and we're all gambling and throwing our chips and we've all got different cards and you know and we're all dealt a different hand initially and we have to make the best of our hand and keep pushing keep persevering you know keep trying and gambling and, and going for it because you just never know when things are going to pay off or what amazing things are going to happen or how your life can just change in an instant so to bring it back to the whole point of this am I happy of course I'm happy because you know I think my head and my heart are in the right place and I've realized what's important and I try to live my life in respect to that and I try to honor that and honor the people around me and kind of live my life just trying to share happiness and love as as much as I can and just get try and get it right you shared several awesome messages with our audience today. So thank you for that. If there was another message that you could share with the world, one that you've not yet shared, what would that be? Yeah, it's funny. Um, <laughs> on my show, I always ask people two questions. I always ask them, what's the best advice you've ever received? And what's the biggest life lesson? And I always kind of laugh to myself that, oh, one day the tables will be turned and it'll be thrown <laughs> on me. And lo and behold, here oh, we so are. Honored. I'm so honored to and do that. the table's being turned. Oh, what message do I want to share? Um, maybe I haven't stressed it enough in the past, but stop being afraid. Stop being afraid. Things will be okay. Things will work out things always work out. They might not work out straight away and they might not always work out exactly the way you had envisioned them, but they will work out in the way that is right for you and they will work out at the time that is right for you. So try to trust in the process, trust yourself and stop being afraid. If our audience would like to learn more about you and see your work, where can they go to find it? You can find me at linktree slash Christian Reeve. So that's linktr.ee slash Christian Reeve. If you just search Christian PK Reeve, um, you can find me everywhere on Instagram at Christian PK Reeve Official. Uh, my main TikTok account is Christian PK Reeve Official. Uh, the Christian Reeve podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> um, yeah, just search me up online. You'll find me. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today. We've had you know an awesome time listening to you. and We look forward to sharing this episode with everyone and with you as well. So again, thanks so much and hope you have a great rest of your day. It's been an honor. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. The Are You Happy Hour and Are You Happy Hotline are brought to you by Are You Happy Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media such as Instagram and subscribe via your favorite podcast platform. Are You Happy, the docuseries, can also be found on social media such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See you guys next time for another wonderful episode of Are You Happy, the Happy Hour. <laughs>